0: Hi, I'm Natalie Baugh, and you're listening to It's All Light. Tune in to people sharing what they light up about and learn an uplifting takeaway. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It's All Light. I'm your host, Natalie Baugh, and today's special guest is Sam Brazier.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: (laughs) So Sam is from Lincoln, California, which is near Sacramento, Sam grew up there, went to BYU-Idaho, studied supply chain, and then graduated and moved to Vineyard, Utah. So that's just like the basic of basic. But now, Sam, your turn. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, you bet I did. Um, Yeah, I I grew up out in the country in California, and I loved it. Um, I grew up uh, taking care of animals. Love hunting and doing outdoor things, riding dirt bikes, um, all the outdoor things I love to do. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, you're right, I went to school in Idaho, um, and I wasn't planning on staying there long, but then I met a girl and decided to stay um, to pursue her, and that ended up not happening, so I mm. um, graduated from Bou idaho and the BYU, the phrase BYU, I do. Didn't I didn't live up to that? So I moved down to Utah after to to find a wife. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> that seriously was the main influence in, in moving to Utah. I was like, well, I'm not married. I'm gonna find a job in Utah then. Yeah, so that's what I did. Um, um, later
0: on, we're gonna have to ask you just what helped you overcome that not marrying that girl i want to hear more about how that affected you in your life and what you learned from that just because oh, some... it was heavy yeah yeah but let's let's bring that up a little life. bit later let's um what's your favorite flavor of ice cream
1: oh um i think chocolate with brownies although i just the other day had pistachio ice cream for the first time mm. for the first time And it was amazing. So I think I want to eat, keep eating pistachio ice cream for a while.
0: That's (laughs) a good one. Okay. Any other fun facts about yourself, Sam?
1: Um, let's see. I, uh, I'm a member of the church, Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. Mm -hmm. I'll put that plug in there. I love, um, that I'm a part of this church. Um, it, uh, it influences everything in my life. Um, I think, um, and yeah, I, uh, I mean, I'm also a pilot. I want to talk about being a a a private pilot aviation with you today.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What are some other things you love doing? You mentioned you grew up, um, kind of in the countryside, dirt biking, hunting, playing outside, hiking.
1: Yeah. Fishing and stuff. Yeah. Um, What was that like, you ask?
0: No, just what other things do you like to do? And flying planes, we'll talk about later.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. So I feel like my whole life, I've just picked up, kind of not really gotten good at, but dabbled in like so many hobbies, Mm. so many hobbies. And I think it's awesome. But the reason I think that I've done that, and I've never gotten like, become like an expert at any one thing. I'm pretty good at snowboarding honestly um, was is just because I just I think that I just love being with people and whatever people want to do like friends growing up whatever friends were, were doing or were working on like my friends joined the cross country team my friends started wrestling joined the wrestling team in high school so I did you know Yeah. they started skateboarding a lot they started going snowboarding so I was like well I want to hang out with I want to be with my friends so I'm going to pick this stuff up too
0: interesting people Um, people person
1: yeah yeah I I guess so yeah (laughs) kind of I don't I wonder if it reflects kind of negative like kind of like I'm kind of needy or something you know I I don't know um same thing with dirt biking too well I think family friends as you oh go ahead no, I just picked up dirt biking the same way because of family friends that would always do it. So,
0: And I think that's great. You can be introduced to so many things by finding people you want to spend time with and what they like to do. And then from there, you start to resonate with what you like to do. I mean, that's how we discover our passions is by trying new things. And, and definitely passion grows based off of, can be based off of someone else's passion. Like, I didn't love art history until I took my AP art history class in high school, and the teacher was so passionate that she literally converted everyone to AP art history, and it was like the thing to do. (laughs) Everyone did it. Everyone fell in love with it. Now everyone is so much better off any museum they go to because of her, and we have this passion for art history. So passion can be spurred by the groups of people you're with for sure. So I don't think it's a bad thing. And then now you've known what builds you up and what you enjoy doing. And you do those things.
1: No, you're exactly right. I think that you're right. Um, For example, when my sister married her husband, my brother-in-law, he introduced our family. Another example, another hobby is mountain biking, you know? Mm, Right. And so now I love mountain biking. I've got a friend group of mountain biking friends that I love to do that with. So you're right that's the the best way to discover what you love is through other people
0: yeah thank you i agree okay so we have like three things on the agenda first thing i do kind of want to hear like what you learned from dating someone and then having it not work out i think that happens to to more people than we than we know and just
1: okay let's talk about that yeah, yeah
0: it's hard and what helped you get through it
1: yeah well so you stayed just...
0: in Idaho to pursue a girl and dated go from there
1: yeah 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 I remember being at a party at like a friend's giving party and announcing to everybody uh, and she, this girl was there and then standing up and announcing to all my friends everybody I think that I'm gonna I think we am gonna stay in in Idaho I was like because I kind of knew that I was considering leaving oh um And I didn't announce like the main reason why there, but yeah, from there, we've just became, we just became good friends. Um, And I had an opportunity. I remember we started dating after I had an opportunity to get an internship in the city that she's from. Mm. Um, And so I took that opportunity and I didn't tell her about it for a while. (laughs) <laughs> and I told her that I was and she was like, super shocked, but also happy. And I don't know. From there, we started going out. Did you find started...
0: that internship because you knew she was from there? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> how
1: how wow. big of a simp is that? How big of a simp am I? That's, it's going for
0: what um, you wanted at the time. No, I'll work. Yeah, I think that
1: I think that I was really hooked on this girl. Wow Leave it at that.
0: All right so, you um, dated anyway, so her. we
1: dated her. for two we dated for two years and it was great you know towards the end I kind of was like pressuring her bringing up marriage all the time. Hey, when are we gonna get married? when are we gonna get married? And we went ring shopping. She agreed to go and ring shopping and like it wasn't like it wasn't like she was pressured into it though like she bon- she wanted to hmm from my point of view and we were talking to our bishop about like what it takes to get married and the steps you need to go through and I think that when that happened combination of that and going ring shopping it was really real for her and I think that she realized I think that she realized hey I don't actually love this guy enough to marry him I don't want to marry him wow. so
0: that's so hard it,
1: yeah, so it was the day after my birthday. Actually, oh, she sat me down and and uh, started bawling, like crying so hard. And I was like really confused, but she broke up with me. Wow. And, um, and it was really hard. It was really hard. I remember every. I remember for months. Natalie for months after that being so sad I'd see her around campus and we'd meet up and talk like we met up and talked like a few times Mm. just to catch up with each other and to like make sure we were doing okay Mm. and we weren't I mean she was devastated too but um yeah but anyway so it but what really got real for me What really, I mean, it was sad and it was really hard. Don't get me wrong. But about six months after she broke up with me, she started dating another guy. Mm. And I was, I think that I was not just in a good place at the time, but she, uh, so I find, I find this out and Natalie, that's when it really got really hard. Mm. I, uh, I still felt like I loved her. And it felt like a betrayal. It felt like I was being betrayed Hmm. all over again, even though she broke up with me six months ago.
0: Yeah. These feelings are real. I'm sure everyone listening can relate. I mean, everyone's been through at least a breakup. Well, and if you haven't, lucky you. But for those who have, it's hard either way. It's hard if you're the one breaking up but then it's hard moving on and it's hard if you're the one being broken you know Mm -hmm. so so what are some things that helped you through this
1: um my family yeah my family I think that I relied really heavily on my mom and my dad um because I was I was unhealthy Natalie I don't know why like I was so hooked on this girl but I was depressed I really was looking back on it I was like oh my gosh I absolutely was not having good thoughts about myself like thinking about myself in a uplifting way Mm -hmm. um I think and I, I think it's for the better that I think it's for the better that I didn't marry this girl because looking back, I think that she, throughout the relationship, I think she really inspired a lot of doubt in myself. She made mm-hmm. me doubt myself a lot, um, which I didn't realize.
0: I mean, sometimes love is blind, huh? Like, I mean, I can, I had a similar type of relationship in a different parallel universe, just, just a hard relationship growing to love each other, but it not being very healthy or well. And then, yeah, having to overcome that years later, you know, it took a long time to, to move on. And even when I thought I was moved on, I wasn't. And, and just, it takes a lot of time, but it also takes just controlling your thoughts and your minds and your actions and stopping catching those thoughts and just, just stopping them you know
1: i used to yeah it- but you can't stop them i mean i was yeah you can't just stuff them back down like you, but you're absolutely right it it takes time and it's a process i, w- I was going to therapy and mm. one thing one of the biggest things i learned from that was um um, learning about something called acceptance and commitment therapy hmm. So what it basically was was um, I was going to therapy trying to get over why why is, is this girl and the pain of the of the relationship in my head all the time every day you know that's what I was going to therapy for and Natalie it was this was this was like a year after we broke up like I was moved and I was moved to Utah already and I was like why am I still thinking about this girl every day anyway so I started learning about acceptance and commitment therapy and the whole point of what that kind of strategy is is you when a thought comes into your head you don't just say oh that's a bad thought that's a wrong thought don't think that thought don't think that thought because the reality of it is that doesn't work. The reality is if you tell yourself – if I tell you not to think of a white elephant with a pink hat, what do you think about? White elephant and a pop- pink hat, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So the strategy is you – the thought pops in your head and you you just let the thought be there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you, you kind of work on being self-aware in that you say to yourself, oh – I'm having this thought. Okay. Hi thought, you know, this thought. Hello, how you doing? You can be here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you kinda of talk to yourself a little yeah. bit. It's a little
0: bit weird. For no, for sure. It's being self aware. I love it. Yeah.
1: And and you let the thought and, and what you do is you just let the thought let the thought go. Yeah. It's not that you it's not that you push it away, but you just let the thought be there and you and you recognize within yourself, you say, okay, this is a, you set, you, you separate yourself from it by saying, okay, this thought is not me. Mm, This is just a thought in my head and that's okay. Yeah. You know, that thought can be there and you accept it and then just, you know, let it go and you let it go by, you know, just calmly thinking about something else, but it's, 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 it's different than, being hard on yourself. I think you naturally are hard on yourself and totally forcing a thought to change. But.
0: Yeah. And that's why it does take time to, to learn and figure this practice out. And it's such a beautiful concept of, of that pause and then your action after it. And that can relate to anything you do in your life, whether it's conversations, whether it's different struggles or situations it's, it's, it's pausing before we react either to our own thoughts or to others thoughts or to situations or experiences. It's in seven habits for highly effective people. <laughs> I need to do a whole episode on it, but there's the, the first side of like what happens. And then there's a, like, if you can create a pause, the stimulus, the pause, and then the outcome, I'm getting my terminal terminology mixed up, but that, Start with yourself and start applying that to yourself when you get thoughts and how you react to them and what you do with them. So, thanks for sharing. Um, I know there's more we could talk about with this, but I kind of want to dive. I sometimes yeah. Let's
1: let's transition to it. So I had mentioned that I kind of have self doubt. Oh yeah. Or I had self doubt, like self confidence issues from that relationship. Yeah. Um, I think I think that that kind of transfers. I want to kind of relate that to other things.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: In my life, if that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, with aviation, hmm. um, so. So I'm really passionate about flying planes. I, I I can I can legally fly an airplane, but I can't. I cannot legally fly. An airplane for money. Or, or yeah I just, can't work, it just I can't takes work as a yeah he
0: hasn't gotten that certification if that yet. Sense. That makes sense. So, there's
1: yeah. a, so I have so there's a bunch of tiers that you need to get to that point and I'm kind of on the first tier. Um, and so the, uh, the way to get there to, to get to the end goal would be to be a professional pilot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the way to get there is a lot of practice and a lot of training a lot of time building hours and passing exams. But, um, but um, one thing that I always feel every time that I go to fly is honestly doubt in myself and in my abilities to fly the plane and not, and not die.
0: (laughs) Interesting.
1: You know, it doesn't matter I think I always feel that. And I think it's partly because I'm just a very cautious person. Mm, yeah. But, but So
0: it's like you have to overcome that self-doubt every time you go out, out and fly. And then yeah. do you feel like in turn that dispels your self-doubt in other areas of your life?
1: Um, that's a good question. I think that it can. I think that it can. And I don't think that it's happened for me yet.
0: okay so so keep walking us through this correlation of like either self-doubt from a relationship not working out or from not being in a job you want or i don't know self-doubt is really hard because sometimes you you really just doubt everything you've done in your whole life at times i've definitely Mm -hmm. luckily this doesn't happen very often but once in a blue moon i spiral and it's like i'm a failure in this this and this and this and this and and, Absolutely. I mean self-doubt I think can creep into anyone um, it'd be cool if, to get like an Olympian's perspective you know if they've ever doubted that they couldn't do a certain event or something you know but how does this seriously with this self-doubt when, whenever you fly a plane like you've overcome it you've flown planes you've got your license you know how to fly a plane so you you have dispelled that self-doubt to an extent so tell us more what's on your mind about that
1: but why does that doubt keep coming back, right? Yeah. Um, two things, I'm going to stick with aviation here. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, one thing that increases the doubtfulness for, I think, any pilot is time not flying. Does that make sense? Time on the ground. If it's been, if it's been a month, or if it's been six months, or you know, if a pilot hasn't flown a plane in a year, that person's going to be way less confident than right. the person that flew that that flew yesterday. Totally, you know I
0: mean? yeah. So it's it's yeah. it's so, doing more of those self-doubt things more and more to to dispel it and overcome it.
1: It's yeah. It's continually. It's con. You've got to keep up on practicing, I guess. Right.
0: Well, and like. Um, I think after your relationship, maybe in self-doubt, you had to keep consistently reminding yourself of the qualities that you have as you got back into the dating world, right? To overcome that self-doubt. You had to continually, I mean, put yourself out there in a sense, you know? And like, just, I think confidence, right? If you have confidence, you don't have doubt, but at the same time, it's like a combination of like confidence and faith to dispel doubt. Okay, keep going.
1: It's like, yeah you, i mean you got to exercise that muscle it's like exercising a muscle right you know um with planes it, pilots talk about all the time about two different things about being proficient and being legal to fly um interesting and they're two different things so so it's like a a long time could go by, right, of not flying a plane, and it could technically be legal for you to fly. But does that mean that you're proficient at flying? Are you proficient at your skills? Mm-mm. You know? Um, and that's a conversation that pilots have all the time to, to, to verify if they're safe. Yeah. Um, and the fact is, is that if a lot of time has gone by and you've not done something and tried something, then you're, then you're really not, then you're not proficient. Um, you may be legal, and you may be able to do it, but it's not wise to do it. You know, it's not safe.
0: Hmm. Um, my mind is like trying to find correlations to this and just life in general, just cause I love like analogies and metaphors. Um, the one that came to my mind was like, I think my mind's just still on this self doubt thing. And then with the episode a few times ago about manifesting, like, increasing your confidence every day you know keeps you proficient in the things you're good at and want to get better at in your mm-hmm. career in in your yeah in your career like focusing 80% on your strengths 20% on your weaknesses propels you in your strengths to to mm. tackle to tackle your weaknesses and then just boosts your confidence when you are continually I love that remembering the skills you have And you always, even if you're naturally gifted, like Tiger Woods is gifted at golf, but he still practices. I mean, I don't know where he's at now, but like using that analogy or even Roger Federer didn't start out as a tennis prodigy. His mom was a tennis coach and like he was so bad she didn't coach him. But then later in his life, he played tennis and obviously became one of the best tennis players in the world and is amazing. But he took that consistency and that practice and dispelled the self-doubt. And that's like the same for so many other famous people. You know, so much areas of doubt, people telling them they're not good enough, that they, sometimes it does take someone pushing you down or a breakup or something to get you to a low level of self-doubt where you're just like so low that you, you need to get out of it. And then you're propelled into doing things that increase your confidence and doing those things every day creating those routines that that keep you proficient in just being who you are with your skill set. Okay, your thoughts.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, staying proficient and staying I mean I mean what I what I kind of wanted to to add was that um, I think trying to take on flying a plane like right away, like without ever touching a plane at all, you know, how impossible would that be? Right?
0: So scary. So scary. <laughs> so it would scary. be
1: terrifying. What if someone told you like, Hey, you need to fly this plane mm. and you've never touched one. You've never, you, you don't understand the control. You don't understand aerodynamics, the, the, You don't understand weather, you don't understand engine management, you know, you don't understand how to talk to ATC and then communicate on the radio. I mean, there's countless things, right? So it's a huge hurdle to get to the point, to get to that level of flying an airplane. And I think that we need to remember that that we don't need to get there right away we don't need to be there. Yeah. It takes, it honestly takes time. Um, so you can, with relating that to having self-confidence issues, you know, if you, if you think that you're not good enough or you're not there, you're not there yet. I have these thoughts all the time, like, Oh, in other areas of my life, you know, Oh shoot. Why am I not there yet? Mm -hmm. Um, I need to do everything I can right now, and I need to make it happen. I need to have a better job. I need to be married. I need to have a house. I need to have a family. Mm. Um, you have these thoughts. I, I personally have all these thoughts all the time. It's like, oh, why am I not there? I've got to get there right now, and that cause that creates so much stress
0: and self right? neg- doubt. Right? You doubt. You doubt why you aren't there. Okay, so exactly. then what's the flip side? What helps you?
1: What f- the flip side of it is just, just like learning to fly a plane, you've got to stop and understand that good things take time, I think. I think all good things take time, and it's okay.
0: And effort, time and effort, right? You have to learn the ins and outs of things and put in that daily work. For work, careers, relationships. I mean, these are like key life principles. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, and you got to understand that you bust your butt and put in that work. And it may not feel like a single thing changed that day or that week. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe even that month. Like, I've busted my butt for 30 days. I don't feel like I'm any closer to accomplishing that thing. You know, flying a plane, for example. I mean, I remember... I remember having a crisis in the middle of my training trying to figure out how to, how to land. I remember talking to my dad on the phone and, and telling him, dad, his, I don't.
0: His dad also flies, but by, by the way, just background. Oh yeah. You're okay. Right. So you yeah. called your dad back to your story.
1: And just telling him this is like, you know, I've been, I've been flying with an instructor for a while. And I remember telling him, I don't think that I am like. I just don't think I can do it nothing's changed I haven't I haven't improved it's so hard I remember thinking Mm. maybe being a pilot is just an ability a skill that is just too hard for me you know it's
0: like Mm.
1: I'm like I'm not I'm not that caliber of person to be able to fly a plane you know
0: and that's when the self doubt creeps in right there huh exactly
1: that's the self doubt that's that's definitely a negative thing to say
0: yeah
1: um so you got to understand that you it does take work it takes so much work it takes a lot more work than you know people care to admit or acknowledge but um But it's okay. You've got to learn to work, work hard, and and enjoy the process, even though you may not see any fruits, any outcomes of, you know, put uh, of what you've been trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, you've got to still just I don't. You still got to believe that good things will come of it, and. It's okay that you're there not there right now. It is okay. Right. You know So
0: even though you said it's still scary and you kind of doubt yourself every time you go out and fly, you you got your license and you'll continue learning and, and growing. So what are some of the fruits you've seen having overcome I guess enough of the self doubt to to be where you're at? Some of the fruits. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, flying myself in a plane whenever I want is pretty stinking awesome. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. And you Um, you love that?
1: I love it. I love it. Yeah, being able to – the freeing feeling of being so high above the world and the beauty of the world, the perspective that you get Mm -hmm. and – the power of mobility that you have and being able to get to faraway places much faster is really cool. Um,
0: so, so why... I've heard your, your dad say this, like, why would someone want to be a pilot? And, like, what's your takeaway with this? Like, this whole process in becoming a pilot?
1: Why would someone want to be a pilot?
0: Yeah, or, or... I don't know if that'll be helpful, but it's kind of curious.
1: I think... Just like, just like with anything challenging, mm. I think that there's a great benefit. You, you can learn about yourself. You can gain. There's a lot of confidence to be gained in developing such a cool ability, you know, that you can say that you did that. hmm Right. And then
0: um, it propels you to to keep doing greater things, right? Like, you maybe start with hopefully just... Hopefully that
1: inspires you, yeah.
0: Yeah, you start with the basic pilot's license, and for some people that's, that's that fulfills their cup, or you go on and get more certifications and become a commercial pilot. You know, like, there's always ways or, I to mean, improve and yeah, I mean, continue to dispel I mean, self-doubt. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. It doesn't even... Need to stay in the realm of aviation, you know. I mean, that it can inspire confidence for you to do anything, you know. Um, whether it's you want to start a business, you want to um, go on, you know, go on a big adventure or trip, or
0: mm-hmm. yeah, um, well, like for me, too, like marathon training is hard and it, it for me it involved like track workouts and I hate track workouts but I knew it would help me get better and like I would doubt myself that I'd be like fast enough or that I could wake up early or whatever you know but like bit by bit like building up that consistency by race day like I was prepared and ready and I didn't like yeah you have nerves but like the self-doubt was gone through that effort and preparation and then the end result of it all, like, is the most incredible feeling. It's not just finishing the race. It's having finished months of training to get there and get your goal. And, yeah, it's it's an incredible feeling to kind of overcome any area of, of doubt for yourself. And I think manifesting is a good plug to help you start overcoming doubt. And then action, right? Like we've been talking about take action, be proficient. That's kind of my takeaways. Like what are the areas that I'm doubting in my life? And what's the flip side? You know, looking at myself on the flip side, I'm saying, okay, a person without self doubt in this area would be doing this, this and this. And then that'll help my mind start to learn to do those things. And we've talked about that on the podcast before. I forgot which episode, but I think it was with Annabelle. Just if you think about what a person with whatever you want to be is already doing, then that vision will start to, to become alive in your life. All right, Sam, Mm -hmm. what's your takeaway from today's conversation? We talked about a few things, but yeah, we jumped around a lot. Yeah. Hopefully Um, you followed along.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think that my key takeaway is that, um, is that good things take time Mm -hmm. and that, um, learning to love the journey and, and love the process, um, is key to, is key to finding, to, to finding peace and, and happiness and, um, accomplishment, you know, cause otherwise, yeah. I think, I think you'd never be happy.
0: Well, and part of that journey is failure, you know? Is heartbreak is not landing a plane right the first few times. I don't know. It just seems impossible to land a plane at like that just sounds insane. But like so many things in our lives seem like a failure. You didn't land the internship you wanted. You didn't get the job you wanted. You I don't know. College wasn't all you anticipated it to be. You know, there's so many things in our lives that that can open up holes of self-doubt, but it's it's learning to just take them all with the journey. Okay, go ahead. You had something to say.
1: Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, wait, I think I did. I think I did, but it's it's gone. Oh, sorry. Good things, good things take time. Good things take time.
0: Well, we'll end the episode with that. Thank you, Sam, for sharing your thoughts on, I mean, overcoming self-doubt in general, but through relationships, through careers, through, I guess we didn't really talk about career, but through aviation and, and those things. And fun fact, this is Sam Brazier, who I'm dating. (laughs) I I bet people could tell hey, from everybody. the minute. <laughs> I bet people could tell, especially if they're watching this. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, if if I build up enough courage, and if if Sam and I feel like it's okay to share things, maybe we'll have a Q and A. Um, on instagram and and talk through some things just as we everybody figure put your it out. input to do
1: it we should do it
0: <laughs> no yeah. I, we talk about things and sometimes it's between you and me you know no and, and, oh my heck i hate pressure you're getting a little peek into what our life is like no but there's always so many things to learn from each other from people on this podcast so everybody thank you for listening don't forget to tune in to next week's episode and write a review subscribe i hope to just grow this and find people who are passionate and like learning and connecting because that's what life's all about so spread the light light the passion we'll talk to you next week bye